Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Come back! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Level three. This is Sports Rage. Sirius XM Channel 159 on the Sports Grid Radio Networks. We'll re-welcome our AM radio affiliates momentarily. Uh, I'm just looking for odds here right now on this bare knuckles fighting um, stuff. Big card on Saturday, our boy Matthias. Last week, Clippers and the Lakers. You saw both the games at the Crypt. Uh, this week, going to Denver for the uh, the bare knuckles uh, fighting. And the bare knuckles fighting is just turning into like the craziest dudes that uh, from the UFC, essentially. <laughs> like that's when you look at all their cards right now. That's generally uh, what it is. And um, uh, where where the hell is it, man? There's a lot of companies now. I see Uriah Faber's got his own company. Bare knuckle, bare knuckle, bare knuckle. I don't see odds yet, Matthias. Have you seen odds yet for the fight with uh, Perry and Rockhold? I'm looking no, right you know, I haven't found the odds yet. I, I, I've checked a couple books. I haven't been able to find it yet. I, you know what, though? I am re- I'm ready to take Perry, and I'm ready to take Mendez. Whenever it opens up, they'll tell you that much. And, and, and word on the street is there's a lot of people that like Luke Rockhold because he's a former champion. And there's a lot of people that love Eddie Alvarez because his name is Eddie Alvarez. Yeah, I got to dig in. I'm not going to pretend to know everything about where these guys are at right now. I tell you what, one thing about Rockhold, bro, he's pretty chinny to be fighting bare knuckles, isn't he? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's been... Yeah, you know, absolutely, absolutely, you know, like, Gabe. Yeah. And Perry has experience. Yeah, you know, Perry's fight Michael Venom yeah. Page. He, he's fought a... Uh, and the thing he, with Perry is, his weakness, he can stand and bang. His weakness was he's not good at jiu-jitsu and wrestling and all that stuff. So he's almost born for this bare knuckle stuff. All, I think Perry beats Rockhold. Rockhold's bigger than he is, though, right? How much bigger? I don't know. He is bigger than him. But Alvarez and Mendez, is Mendez's boxing that good? Because Alvarez is better, but Alvarez is old. So is, what, do you, what do you think the Alvarez lose? Because he's old and slow now? He's just been around too much? No, because Mendez has, been, has, been, has fought already for bare knuckle. And you know what? He looked really damn good uh, getting in there and throwing his combinations. You know, it, it, when he was uh, the featherweight uh, prince, I guess you can say, because Jose Aldo was the champion. You know, Chad Mendez, you know, he, he's almost like Colby Covington, not his attitude. But if it wasn't for Jose Aldo, Chad Mendez would have been the featherweight champion. Champion right. of the world, and he would have been a pretty badass champion, Gabe, because he was knocking guys out left and right when he was the man, and he still has power. So I just think this is a nice matchup for him, and and yeah, Eddie Alvarez has been in a lot of brawls, and his and he's chinny, Gabe. It just seems like a perfect opportunity for Mike Perry to knock out Rockhold, and it seems like a perfect opportunity for Mendez to knock out Alvarez. Quick ones. Should be a fun card. You're gonna be you're gonna be there live. Good stuff. Uh, in in Denver, Denver's gonna be the place to be too. You got the Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix I know Sun. Saturday night game. We got Phoenix in uh, game one. Phoenix Denver game one and bare knuckle. That's crazy. So where's the bare knuckle then? Where what what uh, where what venue is the bare knuckle at? What arena is it at? 
late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Maretzi, the Pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Muslim, and everybody else in between. Let's do this thing. Countdown to the National Football League draft is on. Uh, we talked golf. We talked hockey. We talked NBA basketball. We'll reset the numbers as far as the association uh, is concerned. Uh, but the NFL draft, less than 24 hours away uh, right now. Patrick Creighton will join us from ESPN Houston in a couple of minutes. Uh, as it is right now, Bryce Young, 22-1 to 1 to be the top pick in the draft. We do believe that Bryce Young will be the top pick in the draft. Number two, Houston, that's where it gets a little bit unpredictable. Remember last night, it was Tyree Wilson. And I told you guys, there's no way in hell Tyree Wilson at plus 130 is going to be the second pick to the Houston Texans. Well, suddenly right now, Tyree Wilson is plus 275. Will Levis is the favorite now. Will Levis is the favorite, plus 150 to be the second pick in the NFL draft. I do not believe that they will take uh, Will Levis. It's the night before the draft. I'm on record. I say that the Houston Texans are going to take Will Anderson or C.J. Stroud. All right? Now, there's six to ones out there, but it's starting to drop. Like I said, every time you hit refresh, these numbers are different. So, Will Anderson, three to one. C.J. Stroud right now is like four to one, five to one, and dropping uh, to be the second pick. I think all this late C.J. Stroud bashing is really a smokescreen, and I think he he potentially could go second overall. And don't discount Anthony Richardson. All right, I think Anthony, I, Anthony Richardson could end up uh, going here. So as far as the third pick is concerned right now, C.J. Stroud is plus 300. The only way C.J. Stroud is the third pick is if Arizona trades the pick, and I don't really see anybody trading the pick. I mean, it's gone from everybody loves these quarterbacks to these quarterbacks aren't very good. So I don't think people are going to be trading up for these quarterbacks. They don't think they're all that great in the first place when they know Arizona are going to be taking a quarterback. So C.J. Stroud plus 300-3, I'm not buying it. I'm thinking outside the box, and I threw this out there, and I told you guys this last night, and I bet this. I actually put a bet in, and I posted it on Twitter this morning. I said, I got Jalen Carter going third to Arizona. Of course, a bunch of people that are no doubt connected to the NFL, not, all tweeted me and told me why I was wrong. Uh, but I'll tell you, it was 20 to 1 when I bet it. It's now 10 to 1. I got Jalen Carter going third overall. I got CJ Stroud going fourth to the Indianapolis Colts. And I got Tyree Wilson going fifth to the Seahawks. So my, the Morency Mografat, Bryce Young won. Will Anderson, two. Jalen Carter, three. C.J. Stroud, four. Tyree Wilson, five. This is SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. The late night anger management class continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Moranzi, Sirius XM Channel 159 on the Sports Grid Radio Networks. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates, including the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio, the 50,000 watt juggernaut SoCal in the house. Um, and speaking of ESPN Radio, let's send it to H-Town uh, right now, the Lone Star State. And I tell you what, man, there's a hell of a lot of stuff uh, going on in the Houston sports world. Um, we've got the the second pick in the National Football League draft that nobody knows what the hell they're going to do. 
Uh, we've got a new coach in Houston. Victor Wembenyama potentially could be a Houston Rocket. And oh yeah, the Houston Roughnecks are in the Final Four. The XFL playoffs are going on. we got a lot of stuff to break down. Patrick Creighton from ESPN. Houston steps up and in. Patrick, it's always a pleasure, my man. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. Thanks for having me, brother. Always fun. And I didn't even get to the Astros, uh, but um, there's so much going on. The Astros can wait. So, Patrick, let me let's let's jump in here right now, man. I've been betting on the draft, watching the draft, and covering the draft, and all that in between for a long time. And this is the most uncertain, most unpredictable draft that I can remember. I think teams that are drafting third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. Everybody is sort of – it's like a fantasy football league, right? You don't really know. You're going in, and you'll you'll take the player. Like, you'll see what somebody does, and you hope somebody screws up ahead of you. I think Bryce Young is going first overall. But then, then hey, the guessing game begins. What are you hearing? What, what do people want? What do, what do people in Houston want? What are the Houston Texans fans? Who do they want the Texans to draft the most, Patrick? Right, this is what's going on. They call this lying season. And right now, there are more lies being told than I can ever remember in the 35 years of, of covering sports. Right, this is, this is crazy, the amount of smoke screens and misdirection that's going on. It's like pro wrestling angles all over the place. In The fans in Houston, they want a quarterback, but they don't want any quarterback. They want C.J. Stroud. Right, C.J. Stroud, the absolute best pure pocket passer in the draft, the guy with the strong enough arm to make every throw at all three levels on the field. That's the guy most fans really want. They don't want Will Levis at two. Anthony Richardson's way too big a risk at two. And not taking a quarterback is way too big a risk to not do it too. But, but they are the Houston Texans. Therefore, screwing things up is easily 50-50. Because that's how this organization seems to operate. And all this misdirection that's coming out, the bottom line is Nick Casario is very much a Bill Belichick club. He is playing the cards pinned up right against the chest. He doesn't say a word. If anybody in that organization says something he didn't authorize, you're out of the organization. There are no leaks that he does not approve of. Therefore, they're not, they're not saying boo about who they want to take because they know once that it comes out what they're going to do it to. The number three pick becomes incredibly valuable in a trade. Is somebody willing to just pay three king ransoms to move up to two because, well, they don't want to get involved in a bidding war at three? It's the only explanation for why the Texans are so close to the vest is they're holding out to see is somebody just going to absolutely back up three Brinks trucks worth of picks to move up to number two. The, the smartest move, the, the most intelligent move, the one that gets you the best player and the best chance to win is to take C.J. Stroud. And right now, every single person, national media, local media, none of them think C.J. Stroud is going to be the number two pick, which is kind of why I think C.J. Stroud might be the number two pick. Uh, Patrick Creighton with us, and I like that style of thinking. It's interesting in what you, you've stated here as far as the Houston Texans and their unpredictability in the past. I think, and and you're right, that's what I, you know, and I totally agree that what the Texans do, then it's on, right? Because let's say the Texans hypothetically take Will Anderson, okay? Let's say they take Will Anderson. Then other teams know Arizona's not taking the quarterback, right? So it's sort of there's a domino effect and as you stated, everybody's just sort of waiting to see what the Houston Texans are going to do. Now, as far as the odds makers are concerned, and they're at the mercy. You know, we respect the odds makers when it comes to setting a point spread for a game, uh, Patrick, and their simulations and their supercomputers. We got to, you know, we got to obviously recognize that they're damn good at what they do. They don't know anything about the draft. They're following the media. I mean, hell, they're moving numbers because of freaking Reddit posts, right? I mean. It's a, it's, it's a crazy market. So they have Tyree Wilson as the favorite to be the second pick. I'm not buying that. I'm not buying that. And also something you said, Patrick, I do agree. I think the Texans are hoping. I mean, they have the 12th pick already as well. I don't. I think if somebody offered, if somebody said, listen, we'll give you the seventh pick, if the Raiders or somebody wanted to move up and they still got the seventh pick and the 12th pick, I think they would do it uh, if they could you know, stockpile picks. But let's say they don't. Tyree Wilson, I'm not buying it, all right? The kid out of Texas Tech. Uh, Will Levis is like all the hype. I said Will Levis would be a big-time prospect, but I think they would be crazy to try to build your franchise around him. 
I don't think it's crazy, man, that they draft Will Anderson, uh, Pat, considering D'Amico Ryan's an Alabama guy. He's a defensive guy. Uh, you mentioned Cesario here and, and how they think. He is a franchise just sort of stabilizer, uh, this guy on defense. And you also know that they've been in love with Davis Mills, friend, maybe overly so. Maybe they pull the, the trigger on a quarterback a little bit later on. So I'm I'm betting this. I think, Will, to me, Will Anderson plus 350. And you just said it. C.J. Stroud, man, he's 6-1, to one, Patrick, to be the second pick. And I don't care about all this crap about the, the, the wonder lick and the S2 this and all that. I would not be surprised if they did take C.J. Stroud and then they came back with Smith Najigba uh, with the 12 pick after. And I know it could freak people in Houston out. I did sprinkle on a little play that, you know what, maybe they think, you know, let's stash Anthony Richardson, play Davis another year here because there is a lot of upside. But my gut tells me it's either C.J. Stroud or Will Anderson to the to the Texans. That's what I think, Patrick, and I'm betting on it. So my most recent mock was involved C.J. Stroud and Jackson Smith and Jigba to the Texans, the 2 and 12. And, and this is like, all right, so they take Will Anderson, who, look, Will Anderson production-wise looks a lot more like J.D. Clowney than J.J. Watt. And my problem with taking a defensive player at 2 when you're so desperate for a quarterback is no defensive player is winning you a Super Bowl. No defensive player is going to be that guy. They had J.J. Watt, who was one of the greatest defensive players of all time, three-time defensive player of the year. They couldn't get out of the divisional round. Will Anderson is never going to be J.J. Watt. I don't care whether he's taking you know, two, you know who Will Anderson is? 22. You know who he is, and it's not an insult. And I hear what you're saying as far as having an impact in a big picture on the football team. And you have this pick, and you got to get it right. I get that. I think Will Anderson's like a Khalil Mack. You know what I mean? He's going to be a pro bowler. He's going to be a star and stuff. But I get what you're saying, and it's not a knock on Will Anderson, but the Texans have, do have a lot of needs, right? They do have a lot of needs. I understand that. But we don't know. They do. Maybe they like one of the other quarterbacks as well, right, that are a little bit lower down. Like, I don't know, but that's my gut. I'm with you, though, man. At six to one, Pat, six to freaking one, CJ Stroud. I got to bet that that he goes to Houston. And I'm telling you, I it's not crazy that they take Will Anderson. Uh, it's six to one. I'd absolutely hit that. I mean, that's a, that's a great return. But here's the problem: if they take Will Anderson, all right. If if you are going to say, "Well, we're going to take Will Anderson," there is a very high probability that the top four quarterbacks in this draft go before the tenth pick. If that's the case, you now have to give up additional draft capital this year and next year to move up, to go back How up about this? and get I'm a just guy thinking, that you could have got it too. I'm just thinking, for, for no, what, what if they like Hendon Hooker? I don't know. I'm just shoot saying. us all. Just shoot us all in the freaking head. <laughs> I mean, Hendon Hooker's he's got, got an arm. Hey, listen, he's going Hendon in the first Hooker round. can't throw the ball more than 20 yards down the field. He's I going, mean, you ever he's going in the throw, first round. Sucks. He's going in the Which first round. Crazy. I think 12, 12 might be high. But I guarantee you he was going in the first round. The fact of the matter is, over under four and a half quarterbacks going in the first round, it was plus 100 before. We're talking like 250. Like, people are convinced, like, he's going to go in the top 20 uh, right now. It might be a little bit too high, but I'm saying, man, dude, this is the NFL. You know as well as I do. Uh, you know, six-year-old children in a cafeteria are more predictable than NFL GMs. <laughs> like, like, I will gladly know, like let God one knows. of the other 31 teams take their shot on Hendon Hooker in the, oh, sorry, 30 teams because Miami doesn't have a pick. I think, you're being, 30 teams I think you're being a little Hendon. hard on Hendon. I think you're being a little hard on him personally, but we'll hit this in, and more on the other side. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. 
There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. The Late Night Anger Man. Sprint class continues. I am Gabriel Moretti. We're throwing it down. Sports Grid Radio Network, Series XM Channel 159. Things are getting uh, spirited. We're all fired up. Countdown to the NFL draft, and I get it. The Texans need to get this right, and they got a ton of picks to do it. Uh, we're with Patrick Creighton, ESPN Houston, uh, in the house with us. So, you know, you, we were talking about Hendon Hooker. I was just throwing that out there, but... You said, like, what's the take on Will Levis? Are people, like, saying, oh, dear God, please don't draft Will Levis second overall? Second overall, yeah. Don't, don't take Will Levis second overall. Uh, you know, I know he's got – look, I'm not going to dispute that Will Levis is a big arm, and he's very athletic. But he's also very inaccurate. He throws a lot of interceptions. He threw – he had one game in the SEC this year that was, like, 200 yards. That's it, one. Will Levis might – might wind up being a really good quarterback one day, but he's probably a year or two in development before we get to that day. And the Texans don't have a year or two in development. The Texans need somebody who can come in and start today. So you want and them to win a division now. You, you want them to come in and someone I, to compete now, to compete with the Jags now, right? I'm not going to say they have to I'm not gonna compete, even compete for the division, but I need to see a team that's going to take steps forward. They've got a long way to go before they catch the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are two years ahead of them on the developmental curve. You know, the Titans are coming back to earth. The, the, the Colts are kind of in the same boat that the Texans are in, but they've got a little bit better, uh, you know, roster all around the quarterback position, right? So they're, they're better in other places, but they don't have a quarterback either. So I think they're going to take C.J. Stroud. If he's not the picket, too, they're, they're jumping for joy because he's the picket for no, I agree, and that's, that's what I was going to say. I, I do, and I've always believed this. I don't know why you sort of like when the draft happens, you sort of get these visions of dudes in the jersey or standing on the, on the stage, and I've sort of been convinced that C.J. Stroud is going to end up with the Indianapolis Colts if, that is if, um, they, they don't pull the trigger, uh, the, the Houston Texans don't pull the trigger on him. I don't know where this Tyree Wilson stuff's coming from, you know, I get it. He's a good player, but NFL teams are so obsessed with the, their their ratings and their grades and stuff. And I don't think you can justify. He's not like the second overall player to take. Like it's just so I don't I don't see them doing that. Will Levis, I don't know. Like you said, I've you know Will Levis is a raw raw guy. People like a lot what they see. They see like a Herbert and Josh Allen, and I see part of that. But I also see what you know. I also see part like Carson Wentz or like. Uh, Blake Bortles, like you said, I think you can teach accuracy, Patrick. You know what I mean? When you talk, because that's just footwork and your hips and blah, 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 and all that type of stuff. But something you said is true, and I do believe it to be true. You, If you throw interceptions in college, it won't change in the pros. Because, like, Will, Will, Will Levis doesn't throw picks because of any sort of mechanical error or technique. He throws picks because he thinks he can get the ball anywhere. Right? And... You can't change that. Like, that's in him. That's who he is. That's, like, the good thing about it. It's almost that Brett Favre thing, but he ain't Brett Favre. <laughs> you know? He ain't Brett Favre. So, I think I think Levis is going to end up going a little bit too high and he could be put into it. Like, sort of like Tannehill. I can see Levis sort of like, he's so athletic, but he might have a hard time figuring it out for a few years. And he, he'll be good in, like, three, four years or okay. I think he's kind of raw, too. And last thing before we move on from the Texans, what do you think about Richardson? I wouldn't hate it, bro. I think Richardson has so much upside that it's worth it. Ideally, I'd like to take him at 12, but I don't think he lasts that long. 
If they're going to take a quarterback and it's not going to be Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, you know, the other guy that, that Carolina doesn't take, I would actually prefer they take Anthony Richardson over Will Levis. I think even though Richardson might need more development, you know, you're a little more concerned about the fact he's only started really one year as opposed to two years. He has way more upside. And the just the, the raw physical traits that he has, nobody has that. I mean, he is, he's Cam Newton, but bigger and faster and stronger. And like that should be yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I would, I would rather take the shot on Anthony Richardson uh, than, than on Will Levis. I think the ceiling is higher. Sports rates late night continues. I am Gabriel Moranzi. We're kicking it with Patrick Creighton uh, right now. All right. We could talk NFL draft all night long, but I want to talk. Uh, I want to get into the, uh, the, the Houston Rockets, but before we do the Houston Roughnecks, um, I've been following the XFL, Patrick. I've actually been down with it. I've enjoyed it. I've been betting on it. In fact, I promised people before the season started that I'd give them a, a prediction and a best bet, a pick for every game. All right? I said, I promise I'll give you a pick uh, for every game. And um, we're now 34-20 and 20 going into the playoffs. So we've won 14 more games than we've lost. We've been successful with it. I've really enjoyed it. Now we've got a rematch of the game that we just saw this past week with Arlington and uh, and Houston. I think Houston beat them. I mean, Arlington have been a big disappointment. I think they're going to the championship game. Uh, they're laying six and a half points. I'm not really in love with laying six and a half points, even though I do think they cover. But I do think the Roughnecks win this game. What's been the feeling in um, in the city as far as the XFL and the Houston Roughnecks is concerned? So the Roughnecks have actually gotten pretty solid support. Uh, you know, they've, they've had a, a pretty good, I'd say probably between eleven and 12,000 uh, every game here, which, you know, for, for what they are, I think that's, that's a pretty solid draw. And I would expect they'll probably have a really good house uh, Saturday night for this playoff game against the Renegades. And, and I'm with you. Look, the, the Renegades, uh, they've had a quarterback problem all year long. And right now their quarterback is Louis Perez and, they got him in a trade from, uh, I think, from Orlando or Vegas. Uh, but they got him in a trade off one of the bad yeah, Vegas, teams. the Vipers. And, He's been on every team, Patrick, like the in the XFL. Like, like this. You know, he's, he's not bad, actually. He was even on the Rams. I'll tell you what it is. He's he's been he was really good last time. He was on the New York Guardians last time. He was really good in the XFL. He popped up in the Alliance League. So he's one of these guys that's in all these leagues. But he's been put in a tough spot, Pat. I mean. Dude, I, I thought Arlington were going to be really good this year with Stoops and, and the talent that they had, the defense. But as you mentioned, Plitz sucked. I don't know what the hell happened to Kyle Sloter. We thought Kyle Sloter was going to be a great quarterback. So it's kind of tough for Perez. The offense sucks. And I'll tell you what, the play calling sucks with Arlington. And then you drop Perez in with a couple of weeks left. But I don't know about laying six and a half, but I'll money line. I'll have the Houston Roughnecks in a money line parlay for sure. Uh, six and a half is a lot because you never know what Brandon Silvers you're going to get. And Silvers has not been the same since he suffered an arm injury. We'll say about week five. Uh, yeah, it cost yeah. him one game. And he, you could tell he just hasn't looked like the same guy. When, when he needs to throw it, he's really got to wind up and, and, and chunk it to, to, to put any zip on the ball. And hopefully the extra week off has kind of helped him out. Because for the offense they want to run, they want to run that Mike Leach, you know, air raid type offense. He's the only quarterback they have who can run it. So their offense changes dramatically if they have to go with Cole McDonald. They're going to go a lot more RPO heavy, et cetera. But for them to run the offense the way they want, they need Brandon Silvers, and they need Brandon Silvers from earlier this year, not from the middle of the year. If he is feeling better and feeling healthy, they'll put up 25-plus. I get the feeling. Yeah, the total The total is 41 here uh, in this game. I was going to say, I get the feeling, though, that the winner of Seattle and D.C. will win the championship. And... You know, D.C., you want to talk about a, cr- a fun crowd. I know St. Louis got the most people. They're getting like 38,000 people and crazy stuff like that. But um, D.C., you know, they got the beer snake going. They're getting all lit up. They got the F. Dan Snyder chants going. <laughs> like, it's it's a fun time. It's like people are going out of spite because they hate Dan Snyder, even though the team's being sold now, etc. D.C. defenders are three-point favorites over... Um, Coach Haslett, June Jones, Ben DiNucci, Josh Gordon and company, the Seattle Sea Dragons. Total is high, 48.5 in that football game. Quick pick there. Who do you think wins, uh, Seattle or D.C.? I think D.C. is the best team in the league. Uh, I like DiNucci. I think DiNucci makes the game very exciting. 
but he's got a tendency to throw it to the guy wearing the other shirt. And uh, that those those kind of moves, he did that a couple of times against the Roughnecks. The Roughnecks just weren't really able to, to capitalize on it. But he does that against D.C., and they're not going to have a chance. So I, I like D.C. I think they've been the best team all year. They're the best team. Like, when you get in the trenches, they're really successful. And I, I just I don't think anybody's going to beat them when it matters. All right, we'll get into the Houston Gamblers and the USFL next time we talk. We've got uh, about two minutes, a little under two minutes here. What did you think of the, the coaching hire? There was talk about potentially it being Nick Nurse. It ends up, and it was funny because Emu Adoka was connected to the, the Toronto Raptors. A lot of people, including myself, thought, you know what? The Raptors are going to, Nurse won't be the coach of the Raptors, and I think Udoka will be the new coach. I was partially right. Nurse is out, but Udoka ends up in H-Town. What's your take on it? Did you like it? Would you prefer Nurse? What's, what's your thinking? Hey, man, maybe you guys get Wembenyama or Scoot Henderson. I, I think they got a, a terrific head coach who, you know, look, he made a mistake at his last stop and ultimately paid for it. Uh, I would think he won't make that same mistake again. It was an off-the-court issue but they wanted him stay to away be from the guy Fertitta's wife <laughs> yeah well you know and, and, and anybody else but uh, the idea of hey this is a guy who galvanized a young team uh those players absolutely loved him he's a pop disciple uh well respected in the locker room and on the court uh, they got a really good coach and the fact that they were able to get him away from toronto where it seemed like that was kind of where he was going. I wonder if he was promised some extra stroke uh, when it came to decisions and personnel and things like that, because to get him away from Toronto and sign him to, I think it's $7 million a year. I feel like he was promised a lot of things. Well said. That's a, that's a great point that uh, that you bring up right there. A great job tonight, Patrick. It's been too long. Let's do it again. Ton of stuff going on in Houston, as always. Always a pleasure, my man. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. Pleasure is mine, man. Anytime. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Brian, here to place a wager. Tomorrow night on Fox's Celebrity Boxing, I've got Carol Channing beating Mike Tyson in three rounds. Carol Channing. You've got Carol Channing, the actress, beating Mike Tyson, the boxer. Hell, give me 50 bucks on Tyson. Yeah, you're in good company. Betting Freddy took the same wager. The Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rage. Great stuff with Patrick Creighton. Thanks to Pat uh, for joining us on the program. Countdown to the National Football League Draft is on. Look forward to Rick Saratella joining us to, to break it all down on a Monday. So let's jump in here right now. 
And uh, let me just, you know what? Uh, and there's so many different ways of approaching this and this and that. We've been talking a lot about it. We, you know, what do you want me to tell you? We, we told you to take Bryce Young as the number one pick when he was plus 250, plus 260. He's uh, 22 to one right now. So, um, and that sounds about 14 to one, 22 to one or whatever. And we've missed out on some things. We got in on some things, but it's a fluid market and you always got to check and we hit refresh and see what, see what's going on here. So there's a lot of talk about Hendon Hooker. I just brought up Hendon Hooker. I said, what about Hendon Hooker with the 12th pick to the Houston Texans? Patrick Creighton uh, sounded like I just said that um, I think that Ronald Reagan's going to win the next election uh, when I told him that. But is it that crazy? Is it that crazy? Right? That they, that they step up and they go defensive. Like, you know, Jalen Carter, Will Anderson with the second pick. And then, boom, they come back with the 12th pick. And if Anthony Richardson is still there, they take him. Or Hendon Hooker. So, for the record, Hendon Hooker right now, his draft position is basically 31 and a half. So, in other words, will Hendon Hooker be selected in the first round? Under 31 and a half, which means, yes, he will be drafted in the first round, is um, minus 180 right now. If you don't think that Hendon Hooker, that's the whole thing. That's the thing about the draft. Put your money where your mouth is. If you're like, no, Hendon Hooker blows, he's not a first-round quarterback, then, hey, put your money where your mouth is, plus 140. I believe that Hendon Hooker will be taken in the first round. He's twenty. He's 25 going on 26 or whatever, right? So he's going to be 26, I believe, when the season starts, or he turns 26 when the season starts. Uh, whatever you know what I mean so he's 25 26 you get him for an extra year if you take him in the first round like Hendon Hooker like if you're you're getting this guy you know what I mean you want to get the most years out of this right so you know considering he's already the age that he is but he's not that old I mean you know people if you'll notice in the NFL draft they bitch about everything and they find faults with everybody Bryce Young's too small. Hendon Hooker's, this system was too this. C.J. Stroud's good, but he didn't do good on the Wonderlick. Or this guy's too small. This guy's too big. This, you know what I mean? Everybody's too something. You'll notice. You know what I'm saying? Anthony Richardson, oh, he's too raw. Bryce Young, oh, he's too small. Oh, C.J. Stroud, oh, he didn't do well in the, uh, didn't do well in the Wonderlick. And, uh, and Ohio State quarterback struggle. Will Levis is too dumb. Like, every, everybody is too something. And it's like, well, you got to take somebody. And the other thing I find funny is every year you hear the same crap. Well, you know, this year's quarterback class isn't as great, and next year is really going to be good. They, that's what they said last year, if you remember. Remember last year? And it was Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis, and nobody else. And we said, oh, next year, man, you got this guy and that guy and C.J. Stroud, and you got, um, you, you, you got Bryce Young. And, well, here we are. And now people are, well, you know, Caleb Williams – Whatever, man. Caleb Williams is okay. Caleb Williams ain't taking over the NFL. Like, you know what I mean? If he lands on the right team and stuff. They said Trevor Lawrence was the greatest thing ever, man. Trevor Lawrence sucked for the first couple of years. Yeah, he had Urban Meyer, but, you know, and Brock Purdy was the last guy taken, and he was playing in the NFC Conference Championship game. So throw in all this crap you hear everybody talk about. None of us know. And I guarantee to you, that's the whole thing. We can talk about all these top prospects all we want. Oh, Anthony Richardson this, and oh, oh, man, Will Levis, and oh, C.J. Stroud, and oh, Bryce Young. Whatever, dude. It's going to end up being like an Aiden O'Connell or a Jake freaking Hainer that's going to be playing in like week 16 in an important game because the starting quarterback on a good team got hurt, and suddenly this kid's got a chance to shine like Brock Purdy did. Where does Hendon Hooker go? I, you know, when you're betting 31 and a half, it doesn't really matter, right? All it takes is one. The thing with Hooker is I don't buy into this, oh, it was just the system stuff. Just You know what I mean? That's the new thing. So, no, it's the system. So what, like C.J. Stroud? Like what, what about C.J. Stroud's system and Ohio State's system? What about Alabama being the best goddamn team in their system? You want to know who a good quarterback is? No one's talking about it. Stetson Bennett, actually. Speaking of good football teams. That's a bet that I put in. So we did we did play that. In fact, I'm going to put it in more because I want to win after losing some of these NBA games. Um, Stetson Bennett is getting drafted. Stetson Bennett, the, the bet is, too, it doesn't matter what round he gets drafted. As long as Stetson Bennett gets drafted. 
So this Good. one we're gonna ha- we'll we'll have to wait until um, we're gonna have to wait until Saturday for this one. Like Stetson Bennett is not getting drafted like in the first round, second round, third round type thing, but he could get drafted in the fifth round. Maybe the six. I doubt he lasts to the seventh. I think I got Stetson Bennett going in the fifth round. It's minus one thirty that's going to get drafted. So Hendon Hooker's too old, but Kenny Pickett is the same age, and everybody loves Kenny Pickett now. Oh, they got themselves a quarterback, yeah, because he's mature. And that's the thing with Hendon Hooker. Hendon Hooker is going to be ready to step in. And and I tell you what, NFL are systems too, okay? NFL are systems. Like I said, it's all scout pile of crap, man. It's a bunch of losers or whatever. They're nobodies, and they all talk, they talk this, talk that. Um, Hendon Hooker can can step in and do what you tell him, and he'll do it. Right? That's the thing with Hooker. And what, you're going to hold that against him? If you tell him, listen, throw here, throw there, do what we tell you, and can he make the throws? Yes. And the whole thing about just the system crap, well, whatever, dude. Like, it's it's a pile of crap. Anybody that watched the Alabama game saw he's playing against the best players and he's making big-time plays. And it wasn't just the system. I remember it was like, man, he needs to lead a drive here. And boom, he did. Right? And, you know, the thing with Hooker is they don't like is that he wasn't a star in high school. He was a big prospect at Virginia Tech and he ends up at, uh, at, at Tennessee. But that, you know, basically they said, well, he sort of only got good over the last couple of years. And I'm thinking that's another stupid thing. I would rather a guy that gets better in his mid-20s and starts to get it and develop than some kid that's a blue chip when he's 15 and sucks when he gets to the NFL. So as far as, listen, my, my, my word doesn't matter. My opinion doesn't matter. The only, the only thing my opinion matters with is I can do what I want with my money and I can bet it if I want. But I'm telling you right now, Hendon Hooker is going to be a good NFL quarterback. He's going to be able to step in and the coach is going to tell him, do this, do that, throw here. Like, what do you think like in the NFL? Do you think the quarterbacks are improvising? No. If you have a good coordinator, like look at, look at Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence was terrible with Urban Meyer. And it wasn't his fault, but he doesn't have a coach. There's not good game planning. He's not getting any coaching. And there's no, you know I mean, the team is terrible. The play calling sucks. So what do you want him to do? Right? They basically had the same damn players. You bring in Doug Peterson, and suddenly they go to the playoffs. So Hendon Hooker lands like Minnesota Vikings. That's, listen, that's what everybody thinks. That's where... um, that's where everybody thinks that um, he's going to end up, or at least that's a, that is a um, that is a team that has been connected, and a lot of people believe that they really do. Um, they really do like Hendon Hooker. There's also this is me, so I'm not. I'm, and look, I just I just punched in right now. There's odds which team he's going to go to, and I don't. I haven't looked at this yet so but i'm just telling you point blank for me headed hooker tennessee titans houston texans at 12 washington commanders keep your eye on the washington commanders here for for Hendon hooker and there are reports the green bay packers like him but they you know, they already got jordan love but maybe they, you know they, they want more here as uh seattle seahawks as well the Seahawks have a bunch of draft picks, right? The Seahawks could step in. Like, they need someone to replace Geno eventually, and Hendon would be the perfect guy. Like, if, you, if you're if you telling me you think that Geno Smith can run this team in Seattle and run it well like he is, and you don't think Hendon Hooker can, then I don't know what to tell you. I, yeah, Hendon Hooker can ball. Hendon Hooker's going in the first round, play lay the juice, minus 180. So the odds out there right now, I see DraftKings has uh, Vikings plus 350, Seahawks 9 to 1, Titans 10 to 1, Buccaneers, I could buy in big to the Bucs, and the Detroit Lions like them. Dude, they like Goff, but Goff, and Hooker is like a, uh, Hooker and Goff are the same thing almost. Goff is the exact same type of guy. Goff like threw for a million yards at Cal. Goff is the exact same guy as Hennon Hooker in a sense that, you tell him, listen, Jared, throw it here, throw it there. Just do this. 
if you keep him in a structured system, Goff, he's very good. If if all hell breaks loose and you want him to save your ass, it's not going to happen. He's not Mahomes. It's the same thing with Hooker. If you just tell him, listen, this is what we're doing, he will do it and he'll do it well. So all these teams I buy into, Detroit Lions, totally. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, totally. Uh, Tennessee, not so much. Um, Seattle, yes. Minnesota, yes. And that's another thing, too. When you're betting a bet, you want to have, like, various options of teams. Like, you know what I mean? You don't want, like, oh, I hope that one team takes them because if not, no, no. When it comes to Hen and Hooker, we just rattled off five, six teams that could be on the clock and take this kid. Take Hen and Hooker minus 180 to be drafted in the first round. Take Stetson Bennett to be drafted. Stetson Bennett is a two-time national champion quarterback that played in the SEC and dominated people. Kid completed like 70% of his passes. He's accurate as hell. He can throw the ball like like Nolan Ryan. Like he might be small, Stetson Bennett, or smaller. He might have the strongest. Like he, he's like, dude, like Will Levis was throwing the ball 70 yards in the air and stuff, and I think he threw 180. It might even be 90. Like Levis like threw on like, I don't know, 78 and 84 yards or something in the air. Except he threw three passes, and one of them might even been 90. And, like, Levis really has, like, a military, you know, military-grade cannon. He dropped, boom, and it just sails in the air. Out of the three bombs that he threw at his pro day, only one of them was completed. One of them sailed. It was like, yeah, you threw it a million yards, but it wasn't accurate. Another one was a little off, and it could have been caught, and it wasn't. And then one of them was right in the basket. It was on a dime. The thing is with Bennett, Bennett did the long ball drills at the combine. Every one of them was in the basket. Ding, bing, boom, bam, boom, bing, bing. And you just saw Brock Purdy successful as Mr. Irrelevant. A lot of teams are going to call It's a copycat league. All these teams are realizing we need one of these smart quarterbacks that can be a backup that can walk in off the street and play when our starter gets hurt. And isn't a raw kid. Like Malik Willis played at Liberty. He wasn't ready to play in the NFL. Stetson Bennett played at Georgia. He just carved the nation up for two years running. I think he's ready to play for anything. Keep your eye on the LA Rams for Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett gets drafted. Minus 130 is a stone cold freaking lock. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. All right, Jalen Carter right now. Jalen Carter's draft position is six and a half, but under is minus 275. There's not a whole hell of a lot we can do with that right now. Here's one for you. Jordan Addison 
And follow me on Twitter at SportsRage if you if you want to get my NFL draft props. And I always kill this stuff. Um, we've already given a bunch, but we're going to recap them all. I'll post them on Twitter, but I'm going to do a video with some new ones. Jordan Addison, wide receiver. I got Jackson Smith and Jigba to be the uh, to be the uh, the first wide receiver taken. Uh, but Jordan Addison out of USC. I'm starting to buy in. I wouldn't be surprised if the Buffalo Bills did take him 27th overall if he's still there. And I think he will be. Um, you got Zay Flowers. Smith and Jigba is going to be the first wide receiver taken. And then you got Zay Flowers and Addison. But I don't think Addison goes before 22. So um, over 22 and a half is minus 145. So 23 or later for Jordan Addison, I buy in. But I do think he could be a late first round pick. Um, that catches my eye right there. I got a feeling here. Here's Paris Johnson. Paris Johnson under nine and a half is minus 400. I'm calling um, the Raiders either go with uh, with Witherspoon, Gonzalez, or Paris Johnson. I don't know why. I got a feeling they're going to go with Paris Johnson, the offensive lineman out of they, – they need to protect Jimmy G. Their, their old line's terrible. They also need secondary help. But – I think you can get like there's a, there's a bunch of DBs you can get in the second and third round that are damn good. Paris Johnson's kind of that one of a kind guy. I I could be wrong on this. I don't want to get this wrong, but I think Paris Johnson gave up one sack in his career. It might have been in the last year, but I don't think it is. Like it's off the top of my head. Like I'm pretty sure it's in his career, and it was Michigan. I think maybe Mazzy Smith got him. Somebody on Michigan got him. But, like, I remember they were like, yeah, it's the first time he's ever given up a sack. <laughs> like, this guy, like, Paris Johnson's a real deal. So is Kornoski, though. Tune in to Game Time Decisions tomorrow. I'm going to be on 3 o'clock Pacific, 6 o'clock Eastern. One of my final bets. But follow me on Twitter. I'm going to post a pick. I'll do the video tonight, probably, and I'll post it overnight. We're fired up for the draft. Other than that, you're on your own. Thanks to all of our guests. Later. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that the U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut. If you think you can, visit Airforce.com to learn more.